I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. Today, I'm inspired to share reflections on attachments. And this message really arose because this morning, while I was making tea, I was inspired to wash a few dishes I'd just made. But while I was washing the dishes, I wasn't paying close attention. I wasn't focused on the task. My mind was kind of all over. I don't even really know what I was thinking about, but I wasn't really paying attention to the the washing that I was doing. And so when I put one of my large um, ceramic bowls in the drying rack, I didn't really place it properly. And immediately I saw the bowl starting to fall to the floor. <laughs> and of course, you know, there's this internal, oh no. And I, I kind of catch it, but I'm not able to really hold on to it. And predictably, seconds later, it crashes to the floor. So immediately there's this feeling of, oh no, maybe I should have waited until I was more awake. Maybe I should have been more focused, focused on the washing. But then there's an immediate kind of like, well, it's happened. Let's sweep this up. So I I sweep up all of the, the broken pieces and take a moment to just reflect on what I just learned and I I feel happy that I didn't injure myself. So I'm thinking, okay, this is, you know, this is okay. It's just a bowl. I didn't injure myself. And so um, then I think, oh, maybe I should check to see if I have any little pieces of, of ceramic that splashed up at me. And, and lo and behold, I had a couple of small pieces on um, my leg. And again, not being fully lucid, I decide to grab the small pieces, and immediately one of the pieces um, cuts into my finger and starts bleeding. And at that point, I have to laugh because now I've really, you know, I've, I've really closed the loop on this, that I was celebrating not being injured and then immediately get injured. And so I realized that, you know, we don't ever really know what's going to happen. And if we're too quick to judge a situation or reflect on even the good of the situation, there's a potential that what we didn't want to happen can still happen. We don't have control over that. And so at that point, I just took my tea and left the kitchen, (laughs) decided to sit down and read some uh, wisdom from Sri Neem Karoli Baba from this lovely book, Miracle of Love, that I always think about when something regarding attachments comes up because um, Sri Neem Karoli Baba was very good about just saying, drop it. You know, don't have attachments. The attachments hold you back. And there's this realization, it's just a bowl, it's fine. But also this reflection on how quick we are to prejudge a situation and to immediately have a regret because of a consequence. And this is not really in keeping with being being the flow, being free. Because 
things are always going to happen that may or may not be aligned with our expectations. And I just shared on um, Instagram a quote from my first book, actually a question from my first book. What is the source of your unhappiness? Is it your expectations? So there's this, you know, just this, this remembrance that if we're feeling unhappy because something didn't meet our expectations, maybe our expectation was the problem. Maybe my expectation that I would never break a bowl was a problem. <laughs> I knew when buying the ceramic bowls that it's not like something that's plastic that likely will just bounce. So there's that acceptance that, okay, I can shift this feeling of regret or unhappiness by simply checking my expectations. And by doing that, I have freedom in that moment. And there's also another aspect of what occurred that aligned with some recent, other recent shares about being present, living in the present moment. And when we are distracted, and, and this happens, you know, we're not always fully focused on what's in front of us. There's a possibility that we're not going to be as precise in our movements and our actions as we would be if we were focused. So this was a reminder for me that when we're doing anything, washing dishes, having tea, talking with loved ones, even being in a meeting, it's very important to be present. The gift of our presence is not only a gift to others, it's a gift to ourselves. Because in that way, we are being present in the moment and we have alignment with our body, our minds, and even our, our spirit as presence. We take the opportunity to really remove other distractions, simply observe any thoughts that might be arising and watch them go, not getting logged in to anything, just being present. And in this way, we have much more of a meditative experience as we're moving through our day or the moment or even our lives. I often do this just constantly, you know, kind of checking in, not constantly, but every now and then, checking in, where is my attention? Is my attention on what's in front of me or is it on the land of, of thoughts? Am I, am I in the clouds? And that's okay sometimes, but it's better, I find, if I give myself an opportunity to be in the clouds and only be in the clouds. Just take a seat by the sea or under a tree in nature and just allow my mind to wander and maybe even have a notebook and pen with me. So as ideas or visions are coming up, I'm just kind of spontaneously writing them. And then another recent thing that I shared um, that I think is a bit tied in today. It's a bit of a stretch, but 
just this idea of of attachments, our desire to really hold on to all of these material things. And um, of late, I've, I've shared some images of some of the things that I let go of when I originally moved abroad, especially vehicles. And I think back to the times when I was when I was making those decisions to just you know move abroad with with only two pieces of luggage so there's just a lot of things that you have to let go of when you make those when you make that kind of decision that decision alone informs other actions that come into play to support the decision this always happens when we make choices there's a ripple effect. <laughs> and so in the time period when I was releasing all of these things, of course there's, you know, there are moments of anxiety that arise. Am I going too far? <laughs> Is this something that I really want to let go of? And each moment when I was making that decision, I vividly remember thinking, no, my freedom is more important than this. My freedom is more important than this. So even in this moment today, I can also say my freedom is more important than that bowl. And so it allows you to let go. It allows you to release it because you have a point of reference, of, of a scale of importance. It's just like if a child does something and makes a mess and your knee-jerk reaction could be to, you know, admonish the child or say something, you know, like, be careful next time or, you know, something that you think in your heart is helpful. But the child in that moment is probably feeling some fear, anxiety, sadness. So what if your reaction is, Oh, that's amazing. Let's clean up together. No worries, just a bowl. What does that do? It helps to release the child of that anxiety. And now it's no big deal. How often do we do that to ourselves? How often do we let ourselves off the hook? The hold of attachments can sometimes make us feel that that thing is the most important. But is it really more important than your freedom? Is it really more important than the happiness of a beloved child or friend or loved one? Can we shake off this strong attachment to things to be truly free? In one of the posts I said, you know, I mentioned one of my dear friends, Sage. We used to uh, have these wonderful chats under the, we called it the Sage Tree, or I called it the Sage Tree, maybe. <laughs> and um, hopefully we'll return to that soon when I'm back um, traveling again. But we had this one conversation, and he asked me, what is your desire? What's your greatest desire? And I answered right away, to be free of all desire. 
And that is an answer that I still try to live. It's, you know, it's sort of like a lifelong journey of an answer. And when we are free of desires, when we recognize that everything is playing out in a spontaneous way, we have to accept and give freely in that process, knowing that somehow one facilitates another. If we get hung up on the release and the let go, if we, if we hold on too tightly to our attachments, we kind of stop the flow in some ways. Because we're, we're signaling that, no, we're not okay with something new coming in. We just want to keep this. And even that feeling of resistance can cause us to miss the beauty of what is going to come if we just release, if we just let that go. This morning, I was not planning on recording a podcast. I'm in the middle of a fiction book, and I was thinking, oh, I'll just read this morning while I have some tea. But the situation with the bowl changed all of that. And I thought, well, this feels like a good morning to share and read some Sri Ramana Maharshi and some Sri Neem Karoli Baba. And let me just pull up some spiritual texts and, and think about those. And that's actually one of the, um, one of the lessons that I also love from Sri Neem Karoli Baba. And he said, when talking to a student, that um, a student had told him that a teacher had, had also let him know that he should give up attachments. And so Sri Neem Karoli Baba asked, does he have desires? And the student says, yes, I think he still does. And then Sri Neem Karoli Baba so wisely said, then how can he free you of desire? And I know I've shared this before in an episode about teachers, but this is, this is the whole thing. A teacher can only take you as far as they have transcended, right? or as far as they've leveled up in their consciousness, as far as they've realized things. And we can only share and we can only reflect our level of consciousness, our level of ability to give up desires and attachments. And this is reflected naturally. We don't have to say or do anything. It's, it's in our energy. It's an unspoken lesson. We sort of reveal the level of our emptiness energetically. We reveal the level of our emptiness energetically. And emptiness in a spiritual sense. So this idea of being empty is, I equate with being free. How open are we? How much space is there? And a perfect reflection that I've been very blessed to experience in this life with Sri Muji was a reflection of of the infinite. He was a reflection of the infinite for me. 
and he reflected my own true infinite nature. And the infinite to me is truly empty. It's beyond any concept of light or space or time. And in this way, it contains all of those things. In fact, Sri Nazargadatta, you know, he so sagely expressed how time and space are the way that the infinite experiences itself. And I believe he described space as kind of the the depth and time as kind of the width. So you have this ability to experience things because you have the depth of time. And when there is space, that allows form to come into being. So imagining that space and time are kind of like stretching out this moment in the stream of infinity to allow it to be experienced. It's a really stunning visual. It's like giving this, it's creating this axis for the infinite to experience. And so in this moment, I'm, I'm thinking of time, you know, across the x-axis and space along the y-axis, but they're probably interchangeable. And Srinas Argadana might have described it in a different way. But just if we imagine just one single moment being stretched across and down, we suddenly have this, this form in which to experience that, that moment in the infinite stream of all moments. And there's something else that I, I read from Srina Zargadatta that, uh, or <laughs> actually Srim Neem Karoli Baba, getting all my sages tied together. In truth, they are all one and they're all the self, but I try to give the attributes um, properly. So this is still from um, Miracle of Love. And, and she named Karoli Baba said, was talking to another student. And he said, the student said, I, I didn't want to remain in the world. I just wanted to be a sannyasi. He wanted to be a renuncia. He wanted to re- renounce the world. And she, Neem Karoli Baba said, you can't be a sannyasi just now. Look at these people here. He, and Maharaji is also Sri Neem Karoli Baba. Maharaji said, indicating the Westerners sitting all around, these devotees here have enjoyed the material life up to the limit, and you haven't yet. If you become a sannyasi now, it will be very difficult for you. You should taste first these things, then you can leave them. Actually, you should first taste these things, and then you can leave them. 
And that was the sentiment that I kind of shared as well, that it's a privilege to get everything you think you want. Because then you can let them go. You sort of realize that what you thought was really important maybe wasn't, or that this attachment came with a lot of other invisible attachments that potentially caused headaches and stress. So if you know that, it's much easier to let it go. But if you have a a desire that you're not able to fulfill, sometimes that desire can keep creeping back up on you. And in a way, make you feel that that desire is more important than freedom. So to, to just close these reflections, I hope that this analogy inspires you to consider the different attachments or different experiences in your life that you might play with, play out in your mind with some feeling of regret, you know, wishing that it would happen differently. Recognize that as an expectation and then ask yourself, is that expectation more important than your happiness in this moment of now? And if you decide that that expectation is more important, that you want to keep focusing on it and replaying it, that unfortunately for your happiness, that will continue, that cycle will continue. When you decide that your happiness is more important, it will help you to release anything that is not in alignment, any of these lingering ideas And also any desires. Because you recognize that your freedom, your happiness, your peace, whatever it is that you want to think about this, your bliss, your joy, when that is more important, then you allow those other things to go. You recognize that the joy of the experience of happiness and peace is more important. And especially when you've had the experience of something, then you know that you know that experience in those different, you know, that three-dimensional way, or even four-dimensional way, and you're able to release it. Because now you know you have this kind of internal proof that, you know what? My freedom is better. (laughs) Just like when we have experiences or relationships with different persons and at one, one time that was what we wanted. But in the course of that experience, we may see that there's not compatibility or alignment with our levels of consciousness. And so we, it's hard though, it's hard to let go because that attachment can be very strong but if we somehow know that you know our peace is more important that the love that we have already is enough the love within the love for all it's already there 
And we can recognize that experience was just meant to teach us something and we can release it while keeping the lesson. And then in ultimate freedom, we let go of even the lesson. We're free in this eternal moment of now, infinite and in all dimensions without any kind of limitation based on what we think we know. Not knowing is the truest infinite state. Just as being is born of non-being, knowing is born of not knowing. So not knowing is, is first. And so when we release all we think we know, our expectations, our thoughts of how life is supposed to go, we make way for the infinite play, the spontaneity that is happening in every moment, the things we can't predict. And we release, we know somehow that it's all in the hands of that which created it all. And if we release our every moment and we accept that it couldn't have happened another way, that that bowl this morning was always destined to break. <laughs> I was meant to get a little cut on my finger. It's already in the process of healing that it was all meant to inspire this talk, then it's okay. Because that was just what was meant to happen. And in life, we can accept that for small things, but we get to points that get harder, where you just can't accept things. And those are our moments to really dive even deeper into these teachings and determine what is most important. And sometimes that grief needs to be allowed to process. But we hopefully get to a point where we realize that our freedom is most important. And this decision, simple and profound, is the ultimate key to releasing everything that serves as kind of a veil to our own and everlasting infinite self. When we release and we become fully present in this internal, eternal moment of now, we are free. <laughs> and of course, that is what I always wish for you. And I thank you so much for being here. Namaste.